And now, coming to you from the classiest radio station on the air, this is... Evie right back with Midweek Musings. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Midweek Musings. My name is Evie Breitbach, your host, and welcome to the mini-series I like to call Merry Musings. For those of you that are new, this is a bad time to start because it's actually the very last episode of the season, but... In the meantime, my name's Evie. I'm a sophomore at St. Ambrose University, studying English and journalism and all those things. And in my lack of spare time, I do this podcast. So anyways, for those who have been listening for a while, you remember how in October I did a mini-series about like scary stories. In this holiday season, we're doing a mini-series called Merry Musings. And for example, last week we talked about different holiday traditions and kind of where they come from. And this week's going to be the last episode of season two, period, because next week is finals week. And to be honest, I don't want to be podcasting at that point in time. Yeah, you get this episode and then you'll hear from me again in mid-January once I'm back from break. And that's when I'll start season three. So for the finale episode, today we are discussing the true meaning of Christmas. I should warn you that this is one of those episodes where I'm just kind of going to go for it with not a whole lot of scripting. I felt wrong to write like a very firm and rigid I guess script when I wanted to feel genuine so let's be honest we're going off script today let's take a look at the religious side of the holiday shall we I know that in the last episode I gave a very very brief rundown on the Christian roots of Christmas but I want to take a deeper dive today so I'm literally going to be reciting some bible verses at you (laughs) and I bet you didn't know you were getting a Sunday school lesson today when you clicked on this episode but it's really the only way that makes sense to start so starting with the angel Gabriel visiting Mary, this comes from Luke 1, 26 through 38. In the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent from God to a city of Galilee named Nazareth to a virgin betrothed to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David, and the virgin's name was Mary. And he came to her and said, Greetings, O favored one, the Lord is with you. But she was greatly troubled at the saying and tried to discern what sort of greeting this might be. The angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. And behold, you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you shall name him Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High. And the Lord God will give him the throne of his father David, and he will reign over the house of Jacob forever, and his kingdom will have no end. And Mary said to the angel, How will this be? And the angel answered her, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore, the child will be born and will be called Holy, the Son of God. And behold, your relative Elizabeth in her old age has also conceived a son, and this is the sixth month with her who is called barren, for nothing will be impossible with God. And Mary said, Behold, I am the servant of the Lord. Let it be me according to your word. And the angel departed from her. I don't really know why he brought in Elizabeth to that whole thing. I guess it was just another, like, here's another crazy thing that happened. Believe it. And if that's not the midweek musings method, I don't know what it is. And I think I just made another catchphrase, so I might have to (laughs) make an audio clip. The midweek musings method. (laughs) Anyways, let's move on to the birth of Jesus Christ. There's a couple different versions of this. It appears in Luke and Matthew. But 
I'm going to go ahead and read the Luke one because it's shorter. (laughs) And those days, a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be registered. This was the first registration when (laughs) when Quirinius was governor of Syria. And all went to be registered, each to his own town. And Joseph also went up from Galilee, from the town of Nazareth, to Judea, to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and lineage of David, to be registered with Mary, his betrothed, who was with child. And while they were there, the time came for her to give birth. And she gave birth to her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger, because there was no place for them in the inn. So that's the story that we know all so well. Um, And we'll hear another person talk about that a little later. Hint, hint, it's a cartoon character. But, I mean, we all know the story of there was no room in the inn, so they went to the stable or cave, or in some stories, and laid him in a manger. We know that all. But let's move on to when the angels were visiting the shepherds to kind of, like, announce Jesus' birth. This also comes from luke in the same region there were shepherds out in the field keeping watch over their flock by night and an angel of the lord appeared to them and the glory of the lord shone around them and they were filled with fear and the angel said to them fear not for behold i bring you good news of great joy that will be for all people for unto you is born this day in the city of david a savior who is christ the lord and this will be a sign for you you will find a baby wrapped in swaddling clothes and laying in a manger And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace among those whom he is pleased. When the angels went away from them into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go over to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened. Which the Lord, Jesus, (laughs) I mean, (laughs) which the Lord has made known to us. And they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the baby lying in a manger. And when they saw it, they made known the saying that had been told them concerning this child. And all who heard it wondered at what shepherds told them. But Mary treasured up all these things, pondering them in her in her heart. And the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen, as it had been told them. So that's kind of another section that I feel like is very well known. Um, the angels were like, shepherds, Jesus is here. He's in the manger. And then they were like, okay, sweet. We got to go peep him. And so they went and peeped Jesus because they were close. But then the three wise men, which I'm getting into next, obviously didn't arrive right away. So the visit of the wise men, this is a really, really long section, so I'm not going to read it. (laughs) Um, But like the wise men heard about it. I'm assuming word of mouth situation or maybe the angels, you know, came onto them. But then they brought oh goodness what did they bring frankincense myrrh i think and gold i know gold and frankincense is the last one that i'm not sure on i think it's myrrh but what is myrrh (laughs) i feel so dumb right now you guys i'm looking up myrrh how do you spell that i feel like there's an h in it right okay so maybe i'm totally off but anyways so obviously after all of that all of those Bible verses that I just read, it is apparent that the meaning of Christmas is about Jesus's birth and the goodness that happened in the world after that. But I, for one, along with a lot of others, celebrate Christmas but are not intensely religious. And for me, Christmas has always been about more than Jesus's birth, which is obviously a very significant event. 
But aside from that, there's plenty of reasons to celebrate. And honestly, they've changed as I've gotten older. And I think that's okay because the holidays do change as you get older. And I mean, I have always tried to like never not feel like that childlike joy that I used to feel at Christmas. And I still do. But now I definitely always have this like small feeling of sadness and like melancholy talked like deep inside me when I think about like the holidays just because I I don't know I just miss the way things used to be back when I was a kid and I think a lot of people can probably relate to that especially people my age just because like I don't know everything feels different the first couple years that like I don't live at home anymore um even though I am home for Christmas still because obviously I go to college and so I have to go somewhere when school is not in session but it just feels different and so like dealing with that you know the holidays can feel different for many people for a lot of reasons like if you lose a loved one it can make it really difficult or if you're dealing with issues that are bigger than the holidays like financial struggles or like depression things that like obviously don't stop when when it's Christmas time and can sometimes even just be amplified in yeah, you're probably wondering why I even went on that tangent about, like, the holidays changing, but just kind of to show that there are many things that go into the making of the Christmas season besides the birth of Jesus, and I think most of us would be kidding ourselves if we said that all we need for Christmas to mean as much as it does is a story about Jesus, even in, like, even though in, like, the Grinch they say Christmas doesn't come from a store, maybe it means a little bit more and all that stuff. It's like, yeah, but also... If I didn't have my family and, like, a home to go to and, like, Christmas traditions, like, I don't think it would feel the same. And that's just the way it is, you know? Uh, There's a lot more reasons for the Christmas season. And online, I found that a lot of people were saying that for non-religious people, Christmas is about experiences, tolerance, kindness, and love. And I think that's very, very real because obviously it's a time to be around one's family and friends. And, I mean that's a really good example of kindness, love, and tolerance because a lot of times we are around people that we only see maybe once a year and maybe we don't get along with. People still set aside their differences to spend time with like their family and to show that they care about each other even though they might be coming from very different walks of life. And then obviously like experiences, I think that has a lot to do with like the nostalgia that the holidays bring for us because I mean, I didn't even realize this was going to be so important to me growing up, but now Christmas, like, is just, it's so rich with memories. Like, every single thing that I do or look at or watch or read that's Christmas related, it has at least, like, one memory tied to it that comes to my mind. And I'm like, oh, remember that time, like, as a kid that you went to that, like, drive-through Christmas light show? Because I think I've only been to that one twice, and one of them was last year. And the whole time I was just thinking about, like, what it was like when I was there as a kid it's just crazy how like that's just so important and relevant around the holidays anyways so like love and kindness tolerance and experiences are very very important to Christmas but I think most importantly is that Christmas is what you make of it I don't think there's any rules or boundaries or requirements that you have to follow for it to be Christmas and that's what's beautiful about it is that it it can be whatever you want it to be. If Christmas to you is sitting in a McDonald's parking lot eating chicken nuggets by yourself, (laughs) 
but some I don't know why that's what I thought of is literally the first thing that popped in my head but for someone else it's sitting around a Christmas tree and eating a very elaborate dinner and then having a very lengthy session of unwrapping presents like if you're happy with how you're celebrating Christmas then literally go for it but also more importantly than that even is to make sure that during the Christmas season you are doing your best to be kind and loving to others because that is such like a religious or not it's a very Christmassy way of acting because it's embodying Jesus if you're religious and if you're not it is the season of love and giving so acting kind and making someone's day is you know just a way to live that out but hey after what I just said (laughs) all you got to do is remember that to you your true meaning of Christmas is probably something a little different than everybody else's and that's totally okay I know this is going to be a shorter episode, but let's finish up with one of the most iconic Christmas movie scenes I can think of, and it's the perfect way to wrap up this episode, this series, and this season. So I give you Linus from the Charlie Brown Christmas special. Everything I do turns into a disaster. I guess I really don't know what Christmas is all about. Isn't there anyone who knows what Christmas is all about? Sure, Charlie Brown. I can tell you what Christmas is all about. Lights, please. And there were in the same country shepherds, abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them. And the glory of the Lord shone round about them. And they were sore afraid. And the angel said unto them, Fear not. For behold, I bring you tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign unto you. You shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. That's what Christmas is all about, Charlie Brown. Isn't he just the cutest thing? (laughs) That about does it for today, folks. I'm really glad that you came along with me this season. This is the 21st episode of Midweek Musings, and I think I did nine episodes last season, so some quick math would tell me that this season was 12 episodes long. I don't know. Whatever. I can't brain. It's Thanksgiving break. But yeah, so thank you for listening. Have a very, very Merry Christmas. And if you don't have anyone else to wish you a Merry Christmas, just know the host of Midweek Musings is out there thinking of you and sending you mental presents. (laughs) I'll see you in 2024, everybody. As always, thank you for listening to Midweek Musings. Midweek Musings airs at 6.30 on Wednesday nights on 106.1 FM in the Quad Cities area. But you can also find it on Spotify, SoundCloud, or wherever you get your podcasts. This podcast was recorded at the studios of KALA-FM St. Ambrose University. Opinions expressed are not necessarily those of KALA Radio or St. Ambrose University.